Good afternoon. Today's podcast is brought to you by SnackSmart. SnackSmart, home of the Sploogie and the Nacho Chips brand chips. Hi, I'm Jeff Gritman. And I'm Kristen Kist. And we're the co-authors of a science fiction comedy series called Prison Dad. And today we're here to talk to you about... Jerks in Space! That's right, Jerks in Space. Now... This is different than last week. Last week we talked about straight up villains that represent a certain political figure. Yes. This week we're just straight up talking about jerks. Yeah, just bullies that you meet in watching sci-fi movies. In space. In space. Yes. Right. Right. So let's 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 start off with with one of my favorite jerks of all time, which is uh, Jane from Firefly. What makes Jane a jerk, in my opinion, is that. He is willing to sell out to anyone. He even sold out to join the crew of Serenity. And like my fi- that's like everybody's like favorite episode is the Out of Gas episode where they show him like, you know, trying to hold up Mal. And nice. and yeah. And he's and Mal's like, "Well, what's he paying you?" Like, "I'll, I'll pay him more." And she just shoots the guy. You know, he's always willing to just shoot someone for no reason. Well, of course so is Mal, but you know, he he you know, and But Mal has swagger. Yes. Jane has no swagger. No. No. He's just a Weasley jerk. Yeah, he is always lead jerk. That, that's a good point. Um, you know, but, but he does redeem himself from time to time. He comes through for the crew and stuff like that, but he's, he's always got an escape plan. You know, he, he always has an exit strategy, and, you know, he could be doing more to, to, to be a better team player. Right. You know? But we yeah. love him. Yeah, but jerks are typically not really good team players. No. They're out for their own interests. But he's a total jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. So, you know, um, it was just St. Patrick's Day, so I just wanted to bring <laughs> up that one of my favorite episodes of the Leprechaun franchise is Leprechaun in Space, episode <laughs> four. Um, in that film, the Leprechaun gets blown up into gigantic proportions and shot out into space. And in his last moment of life, he uses his energy to take his nasty, scabby hand and turn it up into an F.U. sign that floats <laughs> off into space that our hapless adventurers see through their windows. Um, so that is definitely, Leprechaun is always a jerk, Leprechaun's but at jerk. that point he's a jerk in space. How did he get on the spaceship? I don't remember. We watched this last year, I think. It- yeah, I mean, so I think like it's like a spaceship and he sneaks on because it's St. Patrick's Day and he thinks somebody has his gold, so that he spends oh, the whole yeah. episode trying to find his gold and he's in space with some like space hotties and just causing trouble and sneaking around and breaking <laughs> the spaceship. When they finally find him, he accidentally gets shot with, like, a, a ray gun that makes him, like, super-sized. And then they oh, shoot right, him out in space yeah, and he explodes right. into a million pieces, but one of the pieces is his hand that he's just, like, F you. He gives you the middle you know, finger. He, he always just has to, like, be a jerk at the end. Yeah. Um, obviously, At also, the end, he's a jerk all the time. He's always a jerk. But but in his last move. Yeah, his last thing that he gets to do when he's like, still has some muscle control is to flip everyone off. Right. Because he's a jerk. Because he's a jerk. And, you know, and also Jason Voorhees was in space. Yep. Jason Voorhees is always a jerk, too. I mean, what is you know, he I've never seen this movie about anymore? It's terrible. It's so ridiculous. It doesn't even make sense. I remember being amped for it, but but then never seeing it. And that came out probably when we were still in high school. Yes. But anyway, Jason Voorhees, total jerk. Total jerk. And what are you mad space. about anymore? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, his mom 
took care of the vengeance in the first Friday the 13th movie, and then he just kept bringing it more and more. I can understand the kids are at your lake, and you don't want the kids at your lake. I don't know why the kids keep going to the lake. You know, but now you're in space. Yeah, he's, like, just totally gone over the edge, just like when he went to Manhattan. It's like, come on, Jason. That's enough now. All right, we get it. People made you mad. Stop being a jerk. So Star Trek has... You know, there's a lot to cover here with jerks from from start to finish across the board. There's what you know, five TV shows and twelve movies or whatever. But the biggest jerk, in my opinion, in all of them is Q, because Q is he just he just shows up to just like wreak havoc all the time. You know, he 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 shows up just to like you know mess with JLP. He's putting on like the the, the Starfleet uniform. You know, and, like, you know, walking around the ship and, like, messing with everyone. You know, there's, like, the one where he, like, gave, like, Riker the powers to try to, like, you know, corrupt him and stuff like that. And then on Voyager, we saw a lot of Q also because Q just wanted to bang Captain Janeway. That's all he wanted to do. He's like, uh, he's like you know what? Just bang me and, uh, and we'll go home. You know what? Janeway should have taken one for the team. They were stuck on the other side of the galaxy. I don't know why she just didn't bang Q and then that was it. Hey, we're home. How'd you get home? Oh, Q sent us home. But, you know, as in many times, like, Q could just snap of the finger. He could just send them home. She just had to bang him. Yeah, well, I wouldn't want to bang a jerk either, so I, I kind of understand where she's coming from. There's, like, how many people on Voyager stranded away from their friends and family? Yes, but, you know, anytime you do things like that, you end up in the conundrum that, you know, people ended up in Mad Men, where they did something for the team, and then everyone just expected them to continue doing said thing for the team. So you think Janeway gave it up once to Q, and then... And then maybe she was trying to just protect herself from going down that dark, dark road. Hmm. Hmm. But anyway, one of the biggest space jerks of all time is Anakin Skywalker. Anakin Skywalker is a huge jerk. He's self-centered. He is whiny to the oh, nth degree. Geez. Everything is about Anakin yeah. and his difficult life. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. From the pod race oh, yeah. to like the weird, creepy, like Jedi side braid he was rocking, like an '80s jerk. I think that's a Padawan thing, though. Well, <laughs> whatever it is, I have to say that a side braid is typically a very good indicator that you have a jerk on your hands. So I shouldn't grow that in a mullet. <laughs> but yeah, Anakin Skywalker is one of the biggest space jerks ever. You know, he's, like, abusive. Yeah. He's a jerk of a friend. Mm-hmm. He kills a bunch of kids. He's greedy. You know, he's greedy. He's mm-hmm. whiny. He's power-hungry. Mm-hmm. Just an all-in-all jerk. But, you know, we're not talking about Darth Vader, who no. rege- redeems himself at some point. But Anakin, the whole time that he's a human being, is a real jerk of a human being. Mm -hmm. Not Mm -hmm. someone that you'd want to be friends with. Mm -hmm. Or have a friend date. I mean, I was really feeling for Padme. I was like, I don't know what you see in this guy, but he is clearly a jerk. Great A jerk material. Totally. There's plenty of other jerks in in Star Wars that we're going to touch on briefly. For example, in A New Hope, you know, Luke's just at the bar. He's just a simple farm boy. hanging out, but you always have to have those jerks at the bar. Yeah, there's always jerks. Every bar, like, you know, if you're listening to this in a bar right now, which would be kind of cool, but still, like, look around. There's a jerk next to you, maybe, even. Yeah, there's a guy who's going to you, and he's going to say, I don't like you, and he doesn't like you either. Yeah. You know what? No one cared what you thought, jerk. No. No no. one asked you. No. And you just had to sit there being cranky and crabby because somebody's a little different. Don't talk to me. Harshing on your vibe. Yeah. And you know what happens when you're a jerk in the bar? What's that? You lose an arm. Yeah? Yeah. The lightsaber comes out. Yeah? It's the only blood ever in Star Wars because it came from a jerk. Yeah. 
Totally. Yep. Total jerksies. Sebulba's a jerk. Sebulba. As much as we don't like to really, yeah. Talk about once again prequel jerks. Yeah. A lot of good examples of jerks in those prequel movies. (laughs) Really, they're like littered with jerks because Palpatine and you know Jar Jar are clearly jerks. Yeah. But Watu and Sebulba, dude, major Jar Jar's people didn't even want him there. Yeah. But so Sebulba, you know, they, he kind of got what was coming to him, you know. Cause Greedy, he, he, creepy. He messed with, like, Anakin's with, pod yep. because he, he felt threatened. A cheater. Bully, yeah. Total cheater. And then, you know, what happened to him? Well, yeah, he's stranded out in the middle of the desert, you know, crash, crash landed his little pod thing. Because nobody wants to help you when you're a jerk. Watto, you know, he, you know, he, he, he bet everything. He yep. used everybody that he yep. could for as much as he could get. Oh, pod is worth two slaves. Yeah. You know, I can't believe I'm quoting episode one. I know. We just lost all of our listeners. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine because I think in The Force Awakens we have... Oh, wait, wait, but we forgot to mention that Watto in, in uh, Attack of the Clones, you see him, he's all washed up. He's got no store. He's just working out there and like, he's like, oh, little Annie. Hey. Want to be my friend? Yeah. No. No. Nobody no, does because no. you were a jerk. Yeah. And that's what happens. Mm-hmm. Eventually jerks get found out. Yeah. Now in the new ones in Force Awakens we have Unkar Plot, who is really supposed to be like Ray's sort of caretaker. Yeah. But what a jerk. Total jerk. She she brings him all this stuff that she scavenged and he's like one quarter portion. She's like, I brought you this Excuse yesterday. Me. That guy weighs like a ton at least. I mean, it looks like he's had several quarter portions. <laughs> and this girl Or maybe starving. even full portions. Yeah, working so hard to bring him things and he's just being a total cheapskate and a jerk. Yeah. Not a nice guy. No, no. And he stole a Millennium Falcon, apparently. Yep. Or maybe he not. He probably bought it off somebody. You know, maybe he'll redeem himself in later episodes and it'll turn out that he was just pretending to be a jerk so that he could, like, keep her safe. Do you think we'd really go back to Jaco at this point? I don't know because I don't know what's going to happen in the greater universe. Doesn't seem like there's much on the planet to go back to, you know? No, there clearly was just garbage and junk. Yeah. It's like the garbage dump of the universe in Star Wars. Kind of, pretty Tatooine much. Tatooine and Jakku, garbage mm-hmm. dumps. Mm-hmm. And then you just have this tiny jerk that shows up in you know, Return of the Jedi, Salacious B. Crumb. He's mm-hmm. like the little jerk that sits next to Jabba, and you just think he's a jerk. He laughs at everybody. He laughs at people getting hurt. suffer. Yeah. And then he just like steals all Jabba's snacks that fall out of his mouth. Yeah. So, like, what a jerk move. Jerk. You know? It's like the jerks that come over in high school with a bunch of your other friends, and they like eat your chips, and you're like, get out of my house, jerk. Are you talking about me? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now now we're going to have a point counterpoint because when we were planning this podcast out, we we could not dis- we could not figure out a a resolution here. Yes. So the it is is Lando a jerk or not? Okay, and we're right. strictly talking Empire because we know in Jedi he flies the Millennium Falcon, and he blows up the Death Star. Yes. My argument is that Lando's kind of a jerk. I mean, his friend comes to him in a time of need. And he uses it as an opportunity to make a deal with the Empire so that he can get what he wants, which is, you know, to be left alone and to maybe get some Leia tail. Not very nice. <laughs> and he, like, sells out his friend. So I kind of feel like Lando here in the can kind of be a jerk. See, know? now my point is that Lando, you know, he hasn't seen his friend Han in a long time. Been and there. the Empire got there before Han. They told him to set the trap. They, you know, they were waiting for him. Like, you know, Lando just wanted to be, well, like you said, left alone. But he had no control in this situation. You know, maybe you feel you're being treated unfairly. You know, I, I don't think this is Lando's fault whatsoever. I don't think he intended to be a jerk. I think Lando set himself straight. 
you know, and he was he was you know politician and running the Cloud City, the mining operation, small enough for the Empire not to notice. And that's fine, but I choose to disagree with you because I think any time you sell out your friends to get a benefit for yourself, that's going to be short lived because the Empire's evil, like the Nazis. Dude, you're kind of a jerk. Sorry, Lando. You totally redeem yourself, but I always felt like you were you were kind of a jerk. Okay. <laughs> Agree to disagree. He saves Luke at the end, you know? He goes he, up on the hatch. He becomes a better person. Should we strangle but him? It's like, it's like, you know... But he had to learn from being a like, jerk? What? Are you going to tell the Empire no? Well, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean... You're going to tell the Empire a, no. It's not an easy position to be in, but if it was if it was me and the Nazis came knocking at my door and said, do you know somebody named Jeff Gritman? It would be a really Hello. hard thing to do. But I would hope that I am brave enough to... You're like, Jeff? My friends. Who? No, no, I don't know him. Because, you know, the Empire and the Nazis and, you know, the Death Eaters and Trump, (laughs) they will never stop. They will always find somebody else that's a little different from them that has to be destroyed. That's a good, that that is, that is, that is good. We, we, we have a jerk. He's not in space yet. He's not in space, but we have a lot of stories written that aren't published yet. Yes. So our jerk is called Ginger. Yes, Killian Ginger Donnelly. Yes, Ginger just kind of shows up at times, just to kind of like wreak some havoc, and you know, cause trouble. Yeah, he's just always like causing trouble he's with our selfish friends. Selfish and opportunistic. He's kind of a little jealous that he's not part of the the crew, right? You know, he you know because they're always doing things without him. You know, there is a story in Volume Three where him and Jed go Sasquatch hunting, right? And they're kind of getting along. Yeah. Drinking white zimp with Sasquatch. And then they wake up the next day and, of course, it's back to Ginger being a jerk again. Yep. But he does show up from time to time. Hopefully, maybe Ginger will redeem himself before we close out our series. But we don't know. Right now, he's our go-to whenever somebody needs to be a jerk in the story. Yeah, yeah. Total jerk. Ginger. Yeah. So I'm going to just bring up briefly, uh, I love the Twilight Zone. I like to watch those on uh, you know New Year's on sci-fi. Um, so there's a couple really good jerks in space from Twilight Zone episodes. Um, one of them is Corey, who is a, uh, a prisoner on a planet. Um, and they, you know, Captain Allenby drops him off on this planet and gives him this uh, robot woman named Alicia that he's with. And um, he's kind of a real big jerk to her in the beginning. He's very mean and he... He hits her and he ignores her and then eventually he realizes that she, you know, is is created in, in a way to be like a human counterpart and a friend for him while he's stuck out on this uh, planet by himself waiting for the supplies to be brought back. You know, and, you know, he does kind of redeem himself in the end because when they come back to say that he's been pardoned, you know, and they say, Corey, come back on the on the ship, they're like, we don't have space for for your luggage, so we can't bring Alicia and he's really sad and, you know, there's some drama, and she comes out, and she scares the, uh, you know, police officers that have come to get Corey back, and she gets shot, and she ends up dying, and he feels sad. But in the beginning, Corey's a space jerk, man. You know, he's really not nice to that robot, and she's just there to try to make him feel happy. And then the other space jerks, um, you know, it's, it's these two astronauts that land on a planet, and it's Fletcher and Craig. And Craig wants to have more power because Fletcher's the captain and Craig is kind of a pain in the butt. So he's on this planet just sort of like checking things out, trying to find water, and he comes upon this little civilization of ant-sized aliens. And this is sort of like the precursor and the basis for uh, episode of South Park and also The Simpsons 
where, you know, you have this sort of evil overlord, and this is what Craig does. He, you know, makes the people in the little town fear him by breaking their buildings, like he's Godzilla, and forces them to make a statue in his image, you know, and then Fletcher's like, I fixed the ship, let's get out of here, and Craig says, no, I'm having too much fun, like, being the controller of all these tiny ant people, so Fletcher's like, I'm done, dude, later, bye, and he takes off. And then Craig's there torturing the aliens, and then another ship lands with even bigger aliens than Craig, and they're like, hey, look at this little wiener, and they pick him up and smush him. And that's what happens when you're a jerk. Yeah, that's what you're happens gonna when you're a jerk. by somebody bigger. <laughs> um, uh, another great example uh, is Sam Nell's character in Event Horizon, Dr. Weir. Mm-hmm. So Dr. Weir, his thing is, he's so obsessed with going to find the ship. So all he wants to do is he wants to go find the ship. You know, they're on the other ship. They go out there. They're running into all these problems. And, you know, he perfectly knows that the ship is go- it went to hell and back, you know, and, and crossed all this stuff. He knew all this stuff going into it, but he still had to go and see for, for himself what happened when they turned that, that star drive on. I think that's what they called it, star drive. But anyway, yeah, put everyone in danger just, just for his own personal glory. And you know what? That's being a jerk. You should have spoke up and said, like, you know, I, I know what happened here, but no. Nope. He was just a jerk in space. Let's talk about Galaxy Quest. Jason Nesmith is one of the best jerks in space ever, and he's based off of um, the totally real based life of person. Shatner. Of yeah, he's, he's... William Shatner. Yeah, he's based off of Shatner. Not Shatner's character, but no. actually William Shatner, so he's a drunk... He's rude. He's totally self-centered. He shows up late to everything. Uh-huh. Which we've heard John Boyega's been doing lately. Yeah, 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 yeah. Doing that. Yeah, you might want to sit stuff. down and watch some Galaxy Quest there, buddy, because yep. we're still pulling for you, but yeah, don't... Yeah, I love you, but come on, come buddy. Come on. Be nice. Yeah. Don't, don't bring get the entourage. That little bit of fame hit your drunk. head. Don't because, be Because, you know, they could just, you know, kill you off. Hey, as far as we know right now, your character was in a coma last we yep. saw you. You know, maybe you stay that way for another off. couple episodes, you Not know? Not coming back. Yeah. Just saying. But anyway, so um, Nesmith, you know, his, his, um, I, I don't want to call them friends, but his, I don't want to really call them crewmates, his castmates, how's mm-hmm. that? Yeah. His castmates hate him. They can't stand him because he's always late and he's so cocky and, and, you know, they're, they're just trying to make a living and. And he shows up drunk and yep. disrespectful. Nobody's got a great way with the fans, which everybody notes. Yes. You know, he, he does really until he, he hears them. He hears them like talking. Him, yeah, exactly. And then he gets all sassy. Yeah. But, you know, he reduces That should be a lesson for us, end, too. Which is good. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get sassy with my fans. I'm glad we have fans. That's yeah, great. That's true. Please. I'm psyched. <laughs> so, um, then when he actually does go to space. He kind of redeems himself, but nobody wants to believe him. Yeah, they just want to... See, this is like the boy who cried wolf. Like, if you are a jerk all the time, people Uh are just going to anticipate that you're always going to be a jerk. Right, exactly. You have to really show them that you want to change in order for them to understand that that's what you've done. Because most of the time, jerks, they just are jerks. They're always jerks. Yeah. Jerks are always jerks. You're right. You're born a jerk. Kind of are. Yeah. Yeah. You really are. Just angry at the world and selfish. I don't know. Michael Rorker's character of Yundu in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, he is always a jerk. He's always He's a jerk. He's probably like the nicest guy ever in real life because he plays such an awesome jerk. So mm-hmm. I, that leads me to believe that he's probably noticed these jerk qualities in so many other people <laughs> that he's like, I know how to make somebody a real jerk. Because obviously when he plays Earl in Walking Dead, total jerk. Meryl. Oh, Meryl. Sorry. Meryl. Meryl. But anyway, biggest jerk ever. Like, 
you know, racist, selfish, yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. even care about his brother, total jerk. Yeah. So he's, you know, and then in Guardians Galaxy, super jerk. He's, like, running this, like, group of creepy pirate guys that's stealing things to resell them to, like, the worst people in the galaxy, and he doesn't care what happens to anybody that he's in charge of. He doesn't really care what happens to the galaxy. All he cares about Star-Lord like, doesn't really want anything to do with him. Well, right, because he's like, you know, I mean, he had no choice when he got scooped up when he was a little kid and stuck with these people, but, but know, it was once pretty he sort cool. of realizes, like, hey, I don't have to hang out with this guy anymore, who would want to, because he's a jerk. But it was pretty cool learning, like, why they scooped him up, though, you know, just for, like, you know, his dad, Absolutely. but then, like, you don't and know. props yeah. to you, Michael Rooker, for knowing how to be a jerk. Yeah, I mean, exactly. You, you, you are a grade it. A jerk. You nail it every time. <laughs> 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 totally. And uh, one more space jerk coming at you is uh, President Scrooge from Spaceballs. He is a total space jerk. Um, you know, he definitely likes to control people. He's very self-centered, very egotistical, wants to make sure he looks good at all times, has an assistant that has to take care of pretty much everything for him short of going to the bathroom. Mm. Um, total space jerk, you know, and he's keeping people from getting oxygen, which he keeps in, like, little you know, cans that he gets that are special and other people can't have access to them. Total space jerk. We actually have two more space jerks to talk about, too. Oh, sure. Sorry. The, the first space jerk I want to talk about is is everybody in Total Recall with the exception of Arnold. Yeah. And we, although, don't, have our, we don't have our Arnold soundboard although, queued up, though. Although, like, who Arnold was supposed to be before he erased his memory was Once again, a jerk, too. Total jerk. Everybody's a just, jerk. He was just out Harry there Harry like, from work is a jerk. Yes, Harry from work Sharon is a Sharon Stone jerk. is a jerk. Yeah. And Hauser himself, like the real Hauser, he was a jerk. It was what only the, because he erased his own memory that he had a chance to be a nice guy again. What, what was the cabbie? What's the cabbie's name? What's that guy's name? It's Orlando Jones, but what's his? What's the character name? Well, whatever. It doesn't matter. He's a jerk, even. Total jerk. They're all jerks. Yeah, the only people that turn out to be nice are Arnold after he has his memory wiped, so he's not Hauser anymore, uh-huh. and his girlfriend, who's a prostitute. So, you know, hey. Yeah, all the people being affected by the oxygen deprivation. They're probably not bad people. They're not jerks. No, all the mutants and stuff like yeah. that. No, they're not jerks. They just got stuck in the situation. But right, exactly. That is a movie full of space jerks. Yeah, that space is... Space jerks. Yes, exactly. Or we could say, jerks, jerks in space. And then the last one is is another conflicted thing that we, we talked about is uh, Zaphoid... Beetlebrox. Yes. From Guard by Sam Rockwell. Some Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. I think he's a jerk. I he's know the he president doesn't always of space. stay a jerk, but he is a jerk. He's he acts like Rod Stewart in space. Just totally <laughs> self centered, doesn't even care, thinks he's like sexier than everybody, steals this dude's girlfriend, steals puts a ship. Him on his spaceship, yeah. runs away. Acts like he's better than everybody, acts like a brat, mm-hmm. doesn't care, has no respect for people, you know, and he's like too busy just being cool. He's a jerk. He really is a jerk. He kind of is a jerk. Yeah he's, yeah, he's a jerk. But again, Sam Rockwell, really good at being a jerk. Sam I Rockwell mean, is really Sam good at Rockwell, being a jerk. Sam Rockwell, if you ever see The Search for One-Eyed Jimmy, he <laughs> is the best jerk you've ever seen. He just nails jerk. He probably hangs out with... The gentleman we were just speaking about, because Michael those Rooker. two, Michael Rooker, they probably like have this whole, you know, setup of how to play a jerk really, really well because they nail it. Total jerks. You know what's amazing though? I just realized something. From all the jerks we talked about today, with the exception of me mentioning 
the fact that um, Sharon Stone's character in Total Recall was a jerk. She's a total jerk. Everyone else is a dude. Well, dudes are good at being jerks. Are we now? Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? Yeah, I mean, when you have women in space that are jerks, I mean, women are not really in that many space movies. And if they are, they're usually, like, very sort of... The science officer. characters that don't have much screen time and don't have a lot of character development. Hopefully that's going to be different with the new Star Wars movies, but in the original ones, you really just had Princess Leia. I mean, there were kind of women every once in a while, but not really. Um, You know, and and Princess Leia couldn't be a jerk because she was the only woman and she was just trying to take care of herself. So, you know, uh, Padme, not really a jerk. No. But, you know, there's not that many women in space. So, hey, sci-fi writers, get on this. Yes, sci-fi writers. The women can be jerks and women can be (laughs) fully dimensional characters. They don't just have to be pretty and wearing a metal bikini. (laughs) Word to your mother. (laughs) What about uh, Matt Damon in uh, Interstellar? Matt Damon was a total space jerk. Total jerksies. It wasn't, you know, I mean, he was kind of Martian-esque. Yeah, but I mean... Yeah, he totally, like, used that situation because he was marooned on the planet to, like, destroy Matthew McConaughey just so that he could get off the planet. I he thought about destroying Matthew McConaughey before, too. Really well, have. I know. Not with chicken wings, but... Beautiful. <laughs> Amazing body. He also has a fetish with food, so I think that whole chicken scene was probably totally No, I don't even idea. think about that movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a terrible movie. Anyway, Screw you, Entertainment about, Weekly. Yeah. <laughs> is Interstellar and yeah. not whatever that other movie was. Killer Joe. Yeah, Killer that was, Joe. Why, was why do we movie. do this to ourselves? Yeah, I don't know. It's terrible. So anyway, we... Um, anyway, but Matt Damon was a super space jerk in that one. Yeah. So, yeah, he totally, like... Like killed McConaughey and left him behind on the planet so that he could get away. Mm-hmm. And yeah, total space jerk. Yeah, team he player. Like he was all nice and like he wanted to help everybody. And, yeah, like, come over the ridge. It's right here. Out. Come on, let's go take a look. Nope, nope, nope. It was all a trick. Yeah. So he was. Yeah, he was totally a space jerk. Space my, jerk. This shout out to Caitlin Flannery, who my sister, who texted Jeff and I, or Facebook messaged us to let us know that we should have included this Matt Damon. In, yes, Matt it's Damon. completely, exactly right on. Yeah, he's a big space jerk. Yes. You know, now this is borderline villain and space jerk, is those pesky Martians from Mars Attacks. Totally. Because there were so many times where you thought, you know, like, not so many times, but like, they were going to like make peace. They released the doves, and it was just like mm-hmm. laser beams everywhere. You just had to know from their beady eyes and the fact that you could see their brains like crang, crang, that they were just trying to do bad things. They got you. the uh, you know like the you know we tried to like nuke them, and they like smoked the nuke and like yeah. and they made those funny sounds, which apparently they were just placeholders in the script, but then they the, decided to come in. The yeah, ack, so ack, funny. Ack, yeah. Ack, ack. <laughs> we break down Mars attacks in more detail in our. Uh, we have a presentation. If you go on our, our website, prisondad.com, and you go under the events tab, you can watch our presentation on science fiction comedy. Which was totally fun. Yeah, which we did at ChessyCon. Yes. And we're going to do something else fun this year, too, when we yes. go there. Yes. All right, well, that's some more space jerks for you. And, uh, you know, be careful out there. There's a lot of jerks out there. Yeah, a lot of space jerks. All right, so that's our short podcast for this week on... Jerks in, in space. space. I thought when I pointed at you, you were oh, going to do it. No, I'm sorry. What do you think? Everyone's just like talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> so 
Go to our website, www.prisondad.com. Check out our books. Check out our free stories. Check out our other podcasts. Absolutely. There's a game. And our merch. To figure out which character you are. Go get yourself a hot mess shot glass. Yeah. Have a really fun weekend. Exactly. You know, until next time, we'll be looking for more jerks. Yeah, and watch out for jerks. Yeah, they're not nice. <laughs> All right, may the force be with you. And also with you.